Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me A Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep blocktalk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterinthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. The Queens took the catwalk to help promote Rue's new album and to determine who will be making it to the final four or five or whatever the chocolate bar drag gods feel like doing. Season 14 is coming to a close as we get ready to crown a winner. But who will it be? Listen and find out who we think it's going to be as I'm joined by a queen who is no stranger to a music video. Victoria Williams. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good i'm tired i botched that intro but you know what we're not going to do it again we're, whatever we're, we're gonna just do it listeners yeah. you, you, you're used to this yeah, yeah. um welcome thank you Season 14 for... i know 14 episodes in and we're still 14. not done i'm like can we finish already we'll, we'll get there um yeah. Disclaimer for the listeners, if you have not been able to get the new episodes, please make sure to reach out to me. I have changed hosting servers, so things are a little in flux. Things are supposed to be perfect. They told me that we're all good. But if you are missing something on a certain platform, let me know. Uh, we should be available on everything and, and new platforms, too, like iHeartRadio. Welcome yeah. to those listeners. Um, so yeah, let me know if you have any problems and we will try to fix it on my end, even though I don't know anything about technology, <laughs> uh, but we'll get through it. We'll get through it. Um, before we start uh, talking about season 14, I have some drag news of the week. Okay. Um, I, there's a lot of it because it's, Tell me it's, everything. it's been a week already. First off, drag race Sweden is coming and I am not the host and that's fine. I'm over it. Um, I really, really wanted to host so I can have my um, my pit crew of blonde twinks, but that's fine. Whoever it's going to be is going to be great. Um, I know I've made that joke many times, but clearly, listeners, if someone doesn't send me a blonde twink, I, I'm never going to be able to survive. Oh my gosh. I'm so lonely. I'm yeah, Drag Race Sweden. I'm excited. Um, I don't know anything about Dragon Sweden, nope. um, but I'm sure it's fun. And as I've said, I like Swedish fish. I like Ikea. I like lingonberries. Um, I like ABBA. I like Robin. I like Sweden. I'm here for it. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be good. It's going to be, I think it's going to be fun because I feel like their culture is so, like their culture just brings so many different aspects to um, things that we don't do or even in Mexico or I don't know. They have really great, great cultural things. Yeah, I, that's what I love about the international seasons. I get to learn about their culture and learn new things and then say that I learn things to other people and feel like I'm culture, but really that's just a facade. But yeah, I'm excited. You know I'll be covering it. Um, stay tuned. All right, next. 
Um, All Star Seven is all winners. The cast has officially been revealed. We've known for a yep. while, but here it is. Here Damn it is. those promos. Those looks are fucking sickening. I'm obsessed with those looks. Um, they said you better be dripping in diamonds, girls. I mean, hello. Um, are you willing to put it out there who you are rooting for? Yeah, let's do it. Um, there's two of them. I am rooting for Evie Oddly. All right. Or um, uh, Jada. All right. All right. Listeners, I am going full tilt here. I am going all in. I am betting the house on it. I am ready for monsoon season to come again. Jinx fucking monsoon. If there is anyone in that cast who has had a glow up and is going to prove why they deserve to be there, it's her. Um, It's going to be so much better. And I think that's what Rue is going to be looking for. Mm. I'm so excited. I think Jinx is brilliant and... Uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a fun season. It's a really fun cast. Um, I just hope there is some animosity and drama because I don't want um, RuPaul's best friend winners race. I, I need I need some drama. I need some deliciousness. Uh, I don't know how the format is. I've heard the format is different. Um, if though if the rumors are true and those people who are pissed off about non eliminations on uh, season fourteen, bitches buckle up. You're never gonna get one. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of like animosity between the girls, like the older girls, like versus the newer girls. I feel like they're going to have a lot to say about old school drag or where they came from versus what drag yeah. is today. Yeah, there, there's really a lot of different styles of drag within this cast, but there's yeah. also a lot of overlap, which is going to be exciting. I, I'm, I'm ready for it. I hope we get some amazing guest judges too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always my favorite part. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm excited. And yeah. last part of business, and it involves season 14. The winner of the season will get 150K. The runner up will be awarded 50K. Why that's all they were able to give them is kind of ridiculous, but you know what? It's more money, and um, we should be grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's all the drag news of the week. Uh, watch this space for next week when I have no new drags news, but. That's okay. Just dump it on us, uh, World Wonder. Season 14. How have you been enjoying the season so far? <laughs> Uh-oh. I mean, it's been a little lackluster for me because it's just been, I mean, I feel like I'm not, I'm not one of those people that are angry about people not going home, but it is a little bit like, okay, stop keeping the girls. Let's make this a competition and not like you know, catering to people's feelings or I don't know what, what they're doing, but I just, it just prolonged the excitement for me. Fair. Yeah, I, I've said it a couple times in the podcast that I feel like last season was the same episode count. The difference yeah. was they kept all the non-eliminations at the beginning and it yeah. felt natural. This is not the same way. You live and you learn, you, you, you adjust things. You listen to the the, the viewers, hopefully. Um, yeah. And if they're going to do some sort of 16-episode season next season, then then you figure out how to make it work. Yeah. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I can understand it. I think what's exciting, though, is that this cast is really made up of 
real drag artists. Yeah. Yeah. So agree. It's not going to be someone winning and they're automatically like going to be the superstar. They're going to get warmed up to it. Unlike like other winners, you felt like they were a star already. I don't sure. know if anyone here is a superstar yet. Yeah. What happened? I'm excited yeah. to, to, to see who wins. Mm-hmm. Let's dive into this episode. It's okay. a double elimination. They're all shaken up by what happened as it's the only the third time this has ever happened in Drag Race history. To clarify, Drag Race US history, because we can't forget about Theresa May and River Medway. Right, right. Yeah. The queens <laughs> tell Daya that they couldn't take their eyes off of her. She was terrified as she's been against Asia before and Georgia sent half the cast home already. She thought it was her time to go, but she knew a double sachet was coming. Shantae uh, sachet was coming as they can't have seven <laughs> people going into the finale and the joke's on her because I mean, Rue can do whatever she wants. Yeah. Bosco is congratulated for her win as she feels renewed as she was in the bottom. But it's time to talk about the win count. Bosco has three, Camden has two, Angie has two, Daya has one, and Willow has one. This challenge is going to be huge. It's key. But let's not forget, you can be safe all season and still win the show. Cough, cough, cough. Drag Race Italia. Mm. Uh Do you think challenge wins is really important at this point? No. Not at all. Is it just for lip service to have something to discuss? I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, at this point, I feel like if you are at like three wins, but one win, you may be swayed a little more. But let's be real. There's a reason why you you, you have all those posts about team whoever. They want to know who the, the audience wants. Mm-hmm. That plays a big factor into things too. Yeah. Um, I haven't checked the latest stats, but um, I'm excited to see what they are after this reunion. Um, but Willow says they have an equal chance, but I say it's a three-one-one, uh, and we'll get to who the three, the one, and the one are. But I think because I think it's pretty safe to say. Yeah. But it is a top five. Angie loves her sisters, but everyone is gunning for that top four. What happens this week will determine if they can go all the way. It's a new day, and the queens arrive as the top five are dancing their Moulin Rouge routine into the workroom. Are you a fan of the coordinated entrances? No. You just want to walk in and do your do do your do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm over it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Andrea says what I've been saying this whole time. Uh, First, top five with two people who got eliminated. Note that three one one. We'll talk about that later. Rue arrives dressed in black because she's clearly mourning Georges, as am I. Um, I miss my little baby pocket twink. I love you. I love her so much. <laughs> Rue says it's been a bumpy ride. If she had to live the season all over again, she wouldn't change a thing, except probably make it shorter. I think she, she, she's ready for a break. But this week for the Maxi Challenge, they have to star in the music video, Catwalk, streaming on Mama Roo now on Apple Music and Spotify or wherever else you listen to your tunes. Taking inspiration from George Michael's funky music video, Catwalk celebrates that rare species known as the supermodel. They will write and record their own lyrics, work with choreographer Miguel Cervate, and then design their own Catwalk couture to be featured in the video. Oh, and it's time to join Roo and Michelle for an intimate tic-tac chit-chat. You've made music videos before. What are these bitches in for? Tell us about the process. 
Oh my gosh. There is so much that goes into play, especially when you're producing it firsthand. There, you have to make sure that everyone is, I mean, fed, first of all. Everyone has to have energy to be able to get through the production. You have to make sure your entire team that you have there working for you knows exactly what you want, when you want it, and how long you have to get things done. Um, you have time limits per um, per shot, per scene that you want in your video. And costume changes have to be done in a timely manner accordingly because, again, you are paying for studio space and time because time is money. There's so yeah. much like So they're lucky that they're not producing it themselves. They're lucky, yeah. Well, they've got a lot to do today. They have to express themselves in their truest form while showing off how much of a fierce-ass supermodel they are. Camden is going to go for an underground raver fairy. Um, remember how Rude told them they had to design a look? Well, they have to create a look. A designer will execute it. And this is where a maxi challenge working with an actual drag race designer would be perfect. Mm. Bring all these designers who have designed runway looks for the show and let them have a moment in the spotlight too. Bring yeah. out Florence Delay. Let Peretta make something. This would be a cool challenge. Yeah, I agree. We're almost there. We almost got it. But I like this that they're going to get to design something that the show is going to make for them. Me too. Um, I don't know what their parameters were, and we'll discuss that when we talk about the looks, because some people uh, said, fuck y'all, I'm doing my own thing. But Bosco is feeling structured cat suit and channel Linda Evangelista as she is just the one. What would you do for your look? What a great question. I I love um I love anything with organza, I love big shoulders. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. So I would, I would probably build a um, a a gown built out of out of organza that tears away to a pantsuit. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sounds fun. What color? Orange. All right. All right. So when Bosco writes the verse, she wants to keep it to who Bosco is as a character from a devilish place, you know, penance and all. Angie is not going to sing. She's going to rap. She's going to be little Angie, and her lyric is going to be very simple. Willow is almost done with hers, but she's going to keep her line secret uh, because they're either really great or she's just stalling. She's good TV. Yes, she is. Angeria says that she can see her and Willow in the finale together, and that was our foreshadowing for what was to come in this episode because you got to build up some drama. Mm-hmm. Willow jokes that she's going to scat, but... Um, Let's not forget B.B. Zahar Benet, who won a lyric writing challenge with made-up words that still live on today. I, I forgot about that. She won that challenge with made-up yeah. words. Yeah. I am still very upset about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, what did she say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I told her that when I met her at DragCon two years ago. I was like, I don't get it, but I'm obsessed with it. It's also my my alarm clock when I wake up in the morning because okay, it a- drives me nuts and I will definitely wake up to it. Uh-huh. She appreciated it. She was very sweet. Very, very sweet. Um, Bosco notes that anyone can win the music video. Camden won the Ruse Gold. Daya won the Girl Group Challenge. Angie is a lovely performer and singer. And Willow has the ability to set herself apart and is quick at choreo. To get to the top four, she has to be a superstar, but she's going to keep her eyes on that finish line. We're going to start off with the tic-tac, 
chit chat. Um, what's your favorite flavor of Tic Tacs? Orange. <laughs> of course. What is that like? Orange mint. What is an yeah. orange mint? How does that work? Where where is it? What? How do you get an orange mint? No, the ones that I've had, it tastes like orange, like like orange flavoring. Yeah, there's no mint to it. Yeah. I like the the white ones. The um, yeah. yeah. I yeah, I haven't had a Tic Tac in a very long time. I know now I want to go out and buy Tic Tacs. <laughs> Did you know that the little flap top thingy, when mm-hmm. you turn it over, it's got it's the size of the Tic Tac, so it just sits right there for you. No. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go buy Tic Tacs after this. Yeah, okay. because if you don't and you just like down them, you accidentally take too many Tic Tacs. That's wild. The more you know. Right. All right. Bosco joins Rue and Michelle first on the main stage to chat, and she's got a slit all the way up. Um, very, very Sharon Stone. Is Bosco surprised she's there? No, she felt strong coming into the competition. There was a stumble, but it feels freeing to fuck it up and move on. And Rue says that the struggle of that's the struggle of life. Michelle calls it born again dragontology. Mm. I hope we never hear that phrase again. Though I am sure that will be a maxi challenge next season. Of course. Some religious drag challenge, acting yeah. challenge. <sighs> Rue asks if she accomplished what she came there to do. And before she can answer, Michelle says, yes, she wore all her bras, bras and panties and corsets. Oh my. That was shady. It's not, <laughs> it's, it's not wrong. It's not wrong. Yeah. She will say not yet, as her goal is to walk away with the crown. She's happy with what she's accomplished after winning three comedy-based challenges. Rue says that she's a natural, and through the competition, she peels away more layers. I love to analyze these chit-chats because sometimes it sets us up for who they want us to follow and win and who has no chance. This was an interesting chat because we, we already knew everything that we got from Bosco here. Yeah. Nothing was new. There was no new information here. Um, I don't know if that's because there's nothing new or more for Bosco to offer, but I'm not feeling great about Bosco's chances right now. No. Next, we have Diabetti. She saw herself in the top five, and Rue reads her and says she did not. Why? Because she was getting so much Elder Barge, which Michelle immediately says, Crystal Method. Um, let's unpack this, shall we? Did Rue really forget the bitch's name? She definitely did. Eldebarge? You can remember Eldebarge, but you can't remember Queen was on your show two years ago? I mean, that says Not a lot. Not even two years ago. A year ago. Literally a year ago, yeah. Damn, Rue. Um, I was like, that is embarrassing. Yeah. Eldebarge. Crystal Method. But Crystal Method is thrilled every time her name is mentioned. Right. I hope she gets like a dollar every time she says. She probably has some sort of copyright, I'm sure. That would be great. Yeah. Um, moving forward. Rue says she broke through in Daytona wins as the character was a fully realized character. Now, Michelle asks a question that she probably already knew, but diabetes is in fact diabetic. Same. She is type one diabetic, not same, but she found out when she was 15 years old while she was in the shower, her mom had to help her out and they rushed her to the hospital and learned it was a good old diabetes michelle says it must be hard in the competition because everything is based upon how her blood sugar is doing 
we will see later that Daya picks up on clues and hints. Um, and I fully thought that she was going to stage a diabetic sugar low at that moment and like really try to have like a moment, but that, that would have been cool if it was fake. But right. um, Daya reveals that she has to keep her insulin pump hidden and tucked away in her outfits. That takes skill. Yeah, it really does. Um, I feel like we don't give her credit when we when we discuss her sometimes because that's something that is a real thing. Like that can affect, you know, a silhouette. Sure. Yeah. Um, Michelle will tell her to drink her juice, Shelby, and Rue is mad she was beaten to the line. And of course, we know that line comes from. You don't know what that reference is? I I did you Shelby? Think, oh wait, that's from. Oh my god, it's in my tongue. Oh no, you're gonna get your gay card revoked. I know. Oh my god, where is it from? Just tell me. Steel Magnolias. Right. Oh my gosh. Okay, my gay okay. card has been revoked for months. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, Daya says that diabetes showed her that things happen in your life that you have no control over, and you either let it get you down or you use it to the best of your ability. And Rue says that's what life is about. You know what? I needed to hear that this week. I've got a lot of shit going on that, like, outside of this podcast is really getting me down. And it's all out of my control. Yeah. Sometimes we just got to let it happen. Because the more you try to control it, the more you make yourself crazy. Yeah. Agreed. Daya walks away calm after leaving that conversation and calls it the fuel she needs to get through. I thought this was a pretty good conversation in terms of reading the edit um because we are learning about the diabetes and it is a good way for the audience to feel a little more sympathy for her uh especially since she's already painted herself as a villain of sorts yeah angeria is here for a tic-tac chit chat and rue reminds her that she did win the tic-tac photo shoot challenge angeria says it feels like it was so long ago and bitch that's a t i almost forgot about it I did too. So long ago, like the beginning of January. Right. So long. Angeria is a drag mother to eight kids. And I say, why? Uh, but she has the kids who look up to her. She has a lot of people who doesn't who she doesn't want to let down. Do you have any drag children? As a matter of fact, I just gave birth as a, uh, a few weeks ago. Oh my God. Do, uh, do we get to know who it is? I will tell you her name. Uh, her name is Leilani Williams. Oh, yeah. And where can we find her? Um, she does not yet have an online presence. I am okay. I'm building her from ground up, and I will present her when the time is right. But okay. All right. Uh, she is she's going to be a force to be reckoned with, let me tell you. Is she going to be better than you? Absolutely freaking not. <laughs> That's the correct answer. Right. Well, Angeria says her parents are supportive of her drag career, and we learned that her mom thinks she is a drag race expert and will call Angeria Lil Bodie and advise her to do certain things on the show. She told Angeria that she has to look like art. And I know that because of the subtitles, because if you just listen to Angeria, you have no idea what she just said. No idea. But the word was art. Look yeah. like art. Uh -huh. um, Rue calls her charming, and everyone has fallen in love with her, and she tells her to not change any of that. I thought this was fine. Again, not, we're not learning anything new here, but we're 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 charmed by her. Um, in in a show that is fighting for Emmy gold every year now, 
it's always the stories that Rue wants. And I feel like Angeria does, it has kind of had like a great upbringing. Does yes. that ruin her chances? I don't think so. I think if anything, she's more like relatable because she has a great upbringing and not yeah. everyone has that. Right. So. Not everyone is going to be on the show with a sob story. There have to be people have, who have yeah, a great exactly. life. Um, yeah. So, but again, it's really a, a, a great person to follow. And I, I, I have been enjoying Angeria, even though I've been making fun of her since day one. I know. Yeah, she's, I mean, I would love to just hang out with her. She seems like a yeah. good gal. Now, Willow Pill is here, and Rue had to restrain herself from doing the full name baby voice thing, because I think the producers are like, no, it's, it's offensive. It's not funny. Yeah. She will say that she's commented on Willow's take on life throughout the competition and how much she admires it. Rue asks if other people have commented on her ability to laugh in the face of adversity, and Willow says yes, as it's what she's become known for. Her drag comes from conquering death in a weird way. She's such an interesting character. Yeah, she is. I don't know if I would ever have that outlook on life. I know. I wish I could say, but I don't think I could. Yeah. Yeah. Willow says that her uh, stitinosis has affected her mainly in her hands, but when you have a disability, you learn to do it a different way. She says she uses her teeth, and when she does makeup, she moves with her elbow instead of her fingers. And I was like, that was fascinating. Yeah, no, that's really fascinating. Because I was... When she's like, that, I, I, I understand. Like, I understand. You, you really get in there with your fingers. You but really you have can't to do so that. Like, you really have to. You really have to. Yeah, like it would. Take it's so almost much. like a pageant wave. It really. That's I can. I can test that. Yeah, it's coming from the elbow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if if we if, if Willow does win, everyone in her honor should do their makeup from their elbow and see what happens. That'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be cool. Let's see what happens. That'd be a fun challenge. Michelle asks her what she wants out of life moving forward and cue that triumphant music. Is this the eventual winner's edit? We're going to find out soon. But she says that she wants to make a monument of her drag, which comes from letting go of everything and wanting to attach yourself to life as it's slipping away. She's learning how to enjoy life. Rue tells her that she should create a superhero called Sister Gnosis. And I guarantee you that character is going to be on next season of Drag Tots. It sure will. Rue says most people will succumb to their illness and think of themselves as a victim, but Rue doesn't see her as a victim. If ever there was a winner's edit, this was the one of the five. I know we still have one more to talk about, but once they change that music, you know they're, you, they're, they're manipulating you to what you should be feeling. Yeah, yeah. And last but certainly not least, it's Lady Camden. Rue wants to know how she's changed, and she says that any of her risks are the things that paid off of the most during the season. Michelle asks if she has any siblings, and we learn that Camden's brother committed suicide when she was 14 and he was 21. It was a hard time, and that is why she left England. She has never felt like she wanted to go back as it felt like a dark place to be. As has she resolved all of the darkness, she says not really. She still has a fear of kind of going back and settling there, and it brings up memories of not knowing what to do. Very interesting to learn this about her because we haven't learned it yet. Lady Camden wanted to have a just-you-wait moment where she goes away and comes back and makes her people so proud. And then we're going to see her break down in confessional as she talks about the people who have rooted for her, and she can't wait for them to see what she's done. And I was like, okay, here's another potential winner's edit. Mm -hmm. Um, 
we're learning about the darkness that we haven't heard before because um, suicide's a real thing. And, and sometimes we don't talk about the people who surround it, who are affected. Yeah. We don't talk about the family and the siblings and the parents sometimes. So I thought it was really, really cool to hear her perspective on it and for her to basically admit that she's still not okay. And that's okay. Yeah, yeah that's okay. Um, but yeah, it was the crying and the confessional. I was like, ooh, we're, and again, we're trying to be told something here. I'm liking it. Yeah. Who was your favorite tic-tac chit-chat? Um, I would say Camden. All right. Yeah. The costumes have been designed and they have arrived in the workroom as they prepare to get ready for the music video. Lady Camden has Velociraptor realness. She has arrived. Daya designed hers to be one piece so that it will be very difficult to get into and pee in, but she's excited to see it on her body. Uh-huh. Willow says Bosco's outfit is perfectly made, but it looks like soccer mom in space. Jane Jetson <laughs> hooker realness. Yeah. Should we discuss that look right now? Yeah. Or should we wait? She's the only one who picked a different color palette. She is. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I thought it was ugly. I really hated it. I I hated it too. Well, they're going to arrive on set to see Michelle and Miguel Zarate ready to put them to work. Camden loves to perform and do choreography, and she knows she will have a great time. But Michelle tells them that they will be playing caddy supermodels vying for the attention on the catwalk. She has made music videos a long, long time ago, and it was a fast pace, and it's just going to be like that here. As you know, fast pace, and it's it's, yes. it's hard. Um, did you ever have a mental breakdown making music videos? No. While no. on set? No, you're no. cool, calm, collected? All right. Yep. Did anyone else have a mental breakdown? No. No. It right. was, I had a very organized routine. Nice. Well, Angeria has butterflies as she is not a choreography girl. This is the last impression and she needs it to be good. Um, so the choreo includes a lot of dabbing and ball changing and Angie's like, this is so fast. She's on the struggle bus. Would you have been able to pick up that choreo fast? In like two seconds. I mean, I'd say show you, show me right now, but you, uh, I'm sure there's no space in there. I mean, I can show you. <laughs> Michelle tells Angie she is being too hard on herself and wants her to just bring back, bring back that Sparta. Willow wants to telecommunicate with Angie so she can get it. Miguel will ease their mind and tell them that they are the stars and the stars never do it right. So what do they really need to do to get through the combo? Do what you want to do. And I'm like, then why are you doing choreography? Just tell them to just freestyle. It's very strange. Very strange. Michelle reminds them that dancing is only one component of the music video. They have to sell it. Oh, and it's time to roll. Get ready to film. That was fast. That was, yeah. yeah. I don't know how long that period of time was, but if they if you told me it was like half hour, I would have believed you. I feel like they learned it in half an hour and they're, then they're ready to go. Yeah. Hey, listen, sometimes you learn it and you do it and it, it, it sits with you and then you forget it and you don't have to know it ever again. Yeah. All right. The backup dancers arrive, and I will take one of each. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is now going to be a real challenge, and I live for it. As they roll, the group choreo is what it is. Angeria did the opening and the closing, but she sold it in between. She did fine. Yeah. They move into the solo parts, and Bosco and her ugly fucking corset are up first. Why the exposed corset? I don't get it. It ruined the entire get- look. It literally did. I hated it. 
Michelle wants her to be a model and pose and advertise and advise her to walk the runway. And she does it well. She has the catwalk attitude. Willow still can't get over her outfit. Um, and we see that she has a profile on her dress. I just say, that's a stretch. Yeah. I was like, that does not look like. I had to look closely to be like, oh, I can kind of see it. Yeah, I, I did not quite see that. Uh, yeah. Um, but she does very well, but she's very passive. She says she wants to be Betsy Johnson meets Anna Nicole and very flirty. But that's not active. That's not fun and engaging, exciting, which is not what you need to show in this moment. Yeah. Bosco says it is right. But she is the sleepiest supermodel of all time. There's just a disconnect from the face and the body. Lady Camden, who Daya says looks like the female gremlin to which she is attracted to, which Daya, please talk to your um, therapist about that one. Uh, Cause yeah. you might want to yeah. divulge that, but she's fantasizing about being Madonna and she's living her dream and having fun. Now, Angeria is told to walk like Naomi and Michelle wants her to get on her knees and crawl. And the bitch doesn't do it. Now, I don't know what the material that costume was made out of. Maybe it was not Anya Nee's material, um, but she was not doing it. I don't know if she was just so stressed she didn't hear Michelle, but she didn't do it. I would mean, you listen to Michelle? Or would you do your own thing? No, I would listen to Michelle. She says, crawl, you crawl. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Diabetes says, I heard that. I shall do that. Thank right. you. Uh it was sexy and hot, especially in that look. She, she looked looks great. Sexy. Like I don't really also, like. Also, that was that was definitely Bosco's hair from the first. Episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Daya is in it to win it, and she won't any- let anything get in her way, even if someone steals some moves. It is elimination day. It is the last day in the workroom, uh, and is the day they will find out who is making it to the grand finale. Bosco is still here, even though Rue told her to go home and the chocolate bar told her to stay. Uh, you get back up and keep moving, she says. Where do you think she keeps her bo- chocolate bar now? Ooh, Bosco? Mm-hmm. That's a... I, I would say... I would have put it in like a glass container with like a spotlight on it. Like maybe even one of those rotating uh, uh, move things. I would display the fuck out of that thing and remind her herself every day when she wakes up this save my ass i mean i'd probably just eat it <laughs> i don't think it was real i you don't think so? what you think they spray painted a chocolate bar it's possible they have like like edible spray paint oh really yeah they do i'll pass right um Anyway, it's time to play the first impression game because why the hell not? They need something to talk about. Yeah. Starting with Angeria, Daya was so scared next to her because she thought this bitch knew exactly what she was doing. Willa will say when she came in, she thought Angie was so pretty and so sweet. And then out of drag, she was like, what the fuck? Who is this bitch? Same. Same. She, she is so strange in and out of drag. Um, as I've said before, she looks like a character from Ants. From Ants? Yeah, remember that movie? Oh my god, now that you say that, yes. Yep. yep. That's funny. And says about Willow that she was introverted and working on her own thing, and she says she is one of the closest people to her there, and I say why did it take till this episode for us to know about the relationship? I have not seen it at all. I know. Willow will tell us that she loves everyone there, but they are also competition to her. 
Angie is the only one where the love that they have for each other comes way beyond anything competitive. They're dating. Right. We're setting something up for this episode. Daya says that she walked in the workroom after everyone else met each other because, you know, um, she was in fact eliminated for those who forgot. Bosco says when Daya walked in, she thought they already figured out who went home first. And technically she was second because um, Orion was first, but who's counting besides (laughs) Daya? Right. Bosco notes that Daya has the comeback story. She has clawed her way all the way to the finale based off of talent and pure hatred of Jasmine. I think that's my favorite line of the episode. Is it? Why? Pure hatred for Jasmine? Like, it's that's the tea. It's just oh. it's very much um, like the read about uh, Roxy Andrews about um, losing weight, pure hatred of Jinx Monsoon. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We, we love a callback. Yeah. Diet tells Lady Camden when they underestimated her the most. Willis says when they were in Daytona Wind, she noted how good she was. And Camden thanks them for thinking she was terrible when she got there. We love a pity party. Come on, that's that's my jam. We love it. Yeah. She's not surprised by the other queen's first impression of her as it took her time to show off who she was. Daya wants to win more than anything in the world and she will do whatever it takes to win. She will strap herself in and ride it and that is not her gig. Same, I am a top. <laughs> Angie says if she doesn't win, those hoes better send her a check and I'm like, you know what? You all should make a pact. Yeah, seriously. Even if it's like a $5,000 check, it's still money you don't have. Still, right, right. And Camden wants to be in the finale, but she has no idea what is about to happen. It is time to go to the main stage, and we have Rue wearing the expensive, expensive version of Maddie Morphus's design challenge look. Listen, Rue knew she was going to be wearing this and could not have had Maddie make her look bad, so that is why she was eliminated. Fan theory. There it is. Really? That's my fan theory. That's um, good... I was like, what What are you wearing, Rude? This is strange. It was strange for me. I was like, what? Tonight, it's just family. We have Michelle, Ross, and Carson. We are going to do things backwards. We will discuss the music video first and then move into the runway and critiques. Are you ready to talk about the music Let's video? Let's go. All right. Um, how many videos are going to use the backstage space for the studio? It doesn't make it feel special anymore. No. We've seen it so many times. Let's do something different. I know. But um, let's clock that Rue cameo as the director. I mean, okay. Listen, I am very vocal. I, 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 I think the host should get involved in the show. Obviously, Rue doesn't have to because it's Rue's show. But after right. watching Drag Race Espana this week, I'm like, bitch, that not only did Supreme Deluxe get into character and yeah. play a role in the challenge, she did costume changes. She right. rubbed flan all over her body, which yeah. I will never eat flan again. Um, uh, right. Rue, you better do more, bitch. I want more. I know. I want more from her. All right, Bosco is first, and I still hate that fucking white exposed corset, and I hate that she chose that color story that stands out from the others. It just felt very selfish. It really upsets me. Watching the video, it just it was it was an eyesore almost. Yeah. Her voice is certainly attitude, but I thought it was great. Uh huh. I was very surprised about that voice. I was like, oh, this is like the featured artist. I was like, no, 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 that's Bosco. Yeah, yeah, I was very surprised. I guess maybe we didn't hear her sing sing in the girl group challenge because she did more of a um, character voice for that. Yeah. 
we get glimpses of her in her robo brawn panties and i have to ask did they make them all do costume changes for this video i think so that was so rude of them yeah how the fuck long did it take to do this it literally probably was like happening Next, we have Angeria, who is wearing a leopard, but hey, it's what she designed. Um, uh, not a leopard, a leotard. She wore a leotard. Uh, what she designed, we love a leotard, never on Drag Race, not in the main stage. Um, I love that she started her verse with check because it was a great callback to her talent show number. Yeah. Um, that is a smart queen. If anyone gets on Drag Race. You really got to know your journey and really remember what you did and remember what's going to be made for good TV. Yeah. She knew it. Oh, yeah. Do you have a catchphrase ready for if you get on the show? I do. Ready to hear it? Yeah, let's hear it. Did someone order seafood? Because this fish is here to slay. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, Angie and her catwalk was very much stuck in her head. She, she was just nervous. She was having trouble here. And then we're going to see the chorus featuring the queens in their pre-catwalk looks. So we have a story to this video. We have, uh, uh, we're backstage and then we're on stage and we're doing the, 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 the runways. All right, cool. Daya looked sensational. It really was Betty Page realness with that wig, thanks to Bosco. Um, her verse was very her. And I think doing like a talk sing was a great move for her because she's not really a singer. Yeah, I agree. And then you want to talk about looking exceptional, Lady Camden. Um, I love that hair. I love the look she designed. So good. And she, and she is showing off body. Camden is someone who you may not overtly call sexy, but she has one of the best bodies we've seen on the show. And mm-hmm. yet when you showcase it, it just feels right. She's very modest, and I think that's what makes her relatable. I agree. Because um, she is sexy. She's hot. I would take her on a date. Yeah, right. Uh, Camden, if you're listening. Camden, hello. I did feature you um, on my DragCon 2019 uh, 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 photo page on my website. So we did meet. We knew each other. Come on, Camden. Camden. We'll, we'll find a time to do it. It'll be great. I mean, I mean, you might have a lot of money soon. So maybe you'll just take me out on a date. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Anyway, we love when queens spell their name. Uh, makes us remember that they are, in fact, smart. Um, but yeah, she knows how to captivate on stage and on camera. She's very, very good at performing. And Willow Pill gets the green and black memo. And I really love this look on her, even though I it took me a while to see that there was a silhouette. Um, but she knows that Rue likes what Rue likes. And honoring Rue's baby voice of her name was a great way to start. Because uh, she's the only one who should be allowed to say it. She didn't have a strong performance, though. She was a bit lost and looked overwhelmed. Overall, I would say it was a good music video, but it's not one I'm going to be seeking out in the future. I would say it's probably like a mid-tier entry. Yeah, there's been better, yeah. Yeah. Um, I also just don't love the song. I do I. It's not meant for this. And I know I've, I've debated with a couple people who are obsessed with this album, Mama Roo. <laughs> Um, I, I think I just love the more campy uh, retro disco style of RuPaul. I agree with you. Yeah. I don't want RuPaul to try to be Lil Nas X. That's not going to work. 
She's just not a. I'm sorry, she's not a singer. No, she. She. I think she knows that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was it's just. I'm not feeling this album, and that's fine. But we know you're gonna get like what five more songs from this album as challenges oh, totally. until the next one comes out. Yeah. Um, let's discuss the runway. Category is I'm a winner, baby, and in honor of the runway, we are gonna play winner or runner up. Are you ready? Do it. Bosco, hair by Kalina Marcos, hair by House of Kennedy. Uh, I love the color. The Tiffany blue will always be a seductive and elegant color. She's got a stunning vintage hair that we've cleanly seen before, but it is refreshed with this look. Uh, yeah. The nude illusion is quite strong. Um, I like it. And weirdly, I'm like, but can we do more? Maybe it's just my desire for jewels in the neck, but give me a sparkling diamond, bitch. Mm. Um, but she looks very elegant. And yeah, I still see Bosco in this look. What did you think? Yeah, I see Bosco in that look too. Um, and Bosco is not my favorite bike look. Yeah, I, I really thought she did well for this, and I, I would say this is a winning look. Yeah, Carson calls the runway look gorgeous. He says the performance in the video was tentative. He wanted to see face and fierceness with more attitude. Ross loved her in the video. He loved her lyrics and thought she had so much precision when she was dancing. He says the outfit of the video could have been a little edgier, but it was her. He loved the white pumps because, as Rue says, white pumps are the true sign of a whore. Is that true? <laughs> true. Oh, yeah. Ross reminds him that she was saved by the drag gods and is so glad that fate intervened as it brought her here to this point. Michelle says her journey has been amazing. She came in as a burlesque queen, but won three comedy challenges, known, uh, none of which has anything to do with who she thought she was. She calls her refreshing. I'll give this look a winner. I'll agree. A winner, yeah. The audience, 75% winner, 25% runner-up. Hmm, okay. okay. Next, we have Angeria, Paris Van Michaels, no designers listed. She's really bad at posting her looks. She is. Listen, this is the chance to showcase your best. She has an arsenal of pageant gowns she could have repurposed or upgraded. She chose a black basic funeral dress. I wanted more. I needed more. We deserve more. Yeah. The silhouette is fine. The mermaid flare has little impact with the poof on the neckline as the focus. I like her in blonde. Um, she's always painted, but we've seen better from her this season. This is a letdown. This could have been the make or break into the finale, and this is what she chose. Mm hmm. I was disappointed. Yeah. How could we make it better? Besides throw I, it out. I mean, I feel like I I could use less ruffle, I think. Yeah. Less ruffle is too much for her body. And I could have used some stones on it. Yeah. Or a different color. Black different is not color, a winning black. black is not a winning color. It's not a winning color. No. Ugh. Carson says she has been a joy to watch as she brought great stuff each week. He says this look is no exception with the silhouette, the proportions, the accessories, and calls of perfection. And Carson, I have a question for you. What makes you an expert? Anyway, I'm kidding. Mean, kidding. Right. <laughs> Michelle says this is something she would wear. She says her catwalk couture was not her favorite, and it doesn't need to get into detail. Why? Bodysuit. She says she was on the struggle bus with the choreography and tells her it's not that she can't dance. It's she freaked herself out. Ross says what he saw in the video is not what he thinks of when he thinks of Angeria doing drag. He says she is so good on stage with an ease and charisma that makes them root for her. Rue's going to ask her if she had fun, and she said, sure. She has always been nervous before doing things, and she says it's hard to get out of it, and Rue tells her how to get out of it, and that's just to decide, as they've all told her, that she's great. 
She can do it without the anxiety and she can get to the next level of stardom. And I agree, she can get there. Just gotta get out of your head. Mm-hmm. Preach to the choir. I need to get out of my head too. But Nigeria, right. I love you. It's a runner up. All right. Audience, 29% winner, 71% runner up. They did not like it. <laughs> well. Next up is Diabetti. Look by Mondo Guerra. I don't think I've mentioned that name this season. Cool. It's avant garde, but I'm not sure I get it. The burnt dress is a concept. I wish there was more to the story. Maybe give me like um, like a little more triumph with like a bit of ash on her body. The colors work fine. I like this attempt, but I'm just not sure it was best for this category. No, I hated it. I'm not gonna lie. It it doesn't just I needed more. Like what if you're gonna be going for the burnt look, why are you not burnt? How did the only party to just get burnt? Right. Give me a story. Storytelling is key. Yeah, I hear that. Carson says he's excited by the runway, calling it hot couture drag. He loves the front bustle as he's never seen one before. Ross jokes that he loves a gown that conceals a boner. He says she came into the competition and he thought crystal method, but she has proven she is no crystal light. This is when you pick up the pace. Michelle says the video look was amazing. She loved that she gave it her diabetes injection, not an insulin reference. She told Angeria to crawl and she heard it and did it. Ruth says she was selling it in a music video and she couldn't take her eyes off of her. I'm going to give it a runner up. I know the listeners are going to be mad at me, but I don't, I don't like it. I'm giving it a runner up too. They all liked it. 77% winner, 23% runner up. Interesting. Right? I know. Crazy. Next up, Lady Camden. Look by Kip Yanaga. Headpiece by Jean Pacelli. Earrings by Elia's Closet. Crown her. She I love her. Regal. She. This was exquisite. She looked like a princess. I love a stunning silver gown and a capelet made it even stronger. The hair was divine. The jewels were perfect. That bold, sparkling lip was stun. This was a magical moment. Yeah. Yeah, winner. Winner for me for sure. I was like, this is gorgeous. And and silver can especially on a very pale body, silver can just not have an impact. Yeah. But she fucking but sold her, it. I know it was gorgeous. Carson calls the runway look gorgeous. It's opulence, it's high drag. He loves the headdress and the overtop earrings, as it looks like she owns all of Antarctica. <laughs> Michelle says what she was wearing in the video was so different for Lady Camden, and she thinks that's amazing. She loved the steampunk hair and a hideous color. She was the only one that got every single move and gave it dragitude. Ross says she's been able to give iconic images and performances that are so unbelievable one after another. He says she has the power to bring that extra bit of star quality to every challenge, and she knows how good she is. It's a joy to see a performer in her skin. Winner, baby. Winner. She's a winner, baby. Love it. 94% winner, 6% runner-up. I'm not calling out any names this week, but you know who you are. I'm mad at you. I mean, are you blind? <laughs> I think the word was boring, is what someone said when I called them out. Hmm. Boring? <laughs> and finally, Willow Pill. Look by Rule Rosario. Hair by Shiksa Dion. She is a concept queen, and it's a risk. Did it pay off? That's up to interpretation. I hate rodents with a fiery passion yeah. now more than ever, but that's a conversation for after the podcast. She looks fine. It's fine. It's what she wanted to do. But for once, I want her to give literal, give me the runway. Let me see her be a sparkling princess, be a pageant queen, be a diva. I want winner. This was not winner. 
yeah, it, it was not good for me. I'm not here for it. Why? I don't know. It, I don't know. What animal would like, you be? Huh? Animal? What animal would you be? A tiger. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. That's How about you? Um, what, what kind of animal would I give? I would probably for a runway. Um, let's go with um, a bluebird. Very pretty. Very Ew, I love that. Yeah, I like that. Well, Carson says drag for her is fun, creative, and kooky, and that is a great kind of brand of drag to embrace. In the catwalk couture, it looked very simple, but to have the profile silhouette of her face was smart, fun, and quirky. That makes it her. Ross says she was cute in the music video, and she got the moves down. The problem was she wasn't selling it in the face. Rue says she could see her counting because of that. She missed some of the lip sync that she wrote, and then she starts laughing at that. I was like, that's mean, Rue. But <clears throat> she says she is someone from her tribe. She knows how hard it has been for her, and yet here she is. She is very proud of her. I want to give it a winner, but I can't because I, I, I this is not what the, the runway should have been for me. It's no, runner-up. I agree. I'm, no, it's not for me. I know there's a lot of Willow stands, and you're fine. 73% winner, 27% runner-up. I have different expectations. Yeah, 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 same. Well, it's time to share their experience and hope with the younger viewers. It's time to look at old photos. And the way Rue introduced them was to their younger selves. No names. And I was like, we're learning. We're finally getting it. I know. Especially because two queens up there are now trans. Right. Right. Now, before we dive into them, do you have a photo ready for when this moment happens for you? I do. Is it adorable? Is it I mean, embarrassing? Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> it's it's very adorable. I was an I was I was an adorable kid. How how old were you in this this said photo? I was five. Nice. Yeah. All right. First up, we have six year old Bosco. She says, you are going to be very uncomfortable for a very long time. There is going to be a lot of times where you feel like apologizing for who you are. And she wants them to know to not be sorry, be fierce, be louder. And one day the things that people bring you down for will be your power. And please give mom another hug. You don't get as much time as you'd like with her. A nice and moving statement. I, I really enjoy this from her. Yeah, me too. Because we don't really get to see this softer side of Bosco because she has this coldness. Yeah. This was a great time to bring up her mom and, and, and what it means to her. Um, so I, I like this from Bosco. Great. Next, we have four-year-old Angeria. She says, you are a special, beautiful, talented little boy, but you're going to go to school and the kids are going to tease you, but fuck them, people. You have two amazing parents that are going to be there for you. Your dad is one of the best fathers in the world, and he has always loved you and be proud of you. It's okay. It's not the best we've heard. It was fine. Um... And it's kind of shocking coming from a pageant queen that we didn't that get answer. More. Yeah, it could have been a little bit more well Um, It's possible she was rattled by the critiques. Um, but isn't this the thing that you, like, in your hotel room while you're on the show, you practice the speech? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just need to open up a drag university where I teach people how to do drag race. You should. Up next is one-year-old Diabetty. 
She says, you are going to go through life trying to fit in, trying to find where you belong and nothing will feel right. And then the moment that you let your guard down and stop worrying what people are thinking of you is really where you'll find your truest self. And you don't have to worry so much about if your mom is going to be proud of you or if your dad is going to be proud because you're proud of yourself. Okay, I like the last part. The last part was all that really matters and speaks to uh, a lot of people. Yeah. Next is Lady Camden speaking to her four-year-old self. She says, you're going to start off sweet and hopeful and just full of dreams. People are going to say some mean shit to you and people are going to make you feel like you deserve that and you don't. And some shit is going to happen to your family that is just so heavy and dark, but just please try not to harden up too much. That was a very personal message. We don't necessarily get. Um, was that the, the answer for the crown? Probably not. But I appreciate that she needed this cathartic moment. I agree. And finally, it is three-year-old Willow Pill. She says, you have so much joy and life in you. It's fucking insane. You're just going to feel like life takes everything away from you. And you're going to have to grieve people around you. And you're going to have to grieve yourself. But in stripping yourself away from this earth, you're going to be doing yourself a favor as you're learning to let it go and have the queerness of the universe to shine through you. I love you so much until the end. This was for me, I think the best one. It was very universal, but very, very personal. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. I just loved everything she said. And I loved, there was like such like heart behind everything too. So if you would have put <sighs> Lady Camden as the winner of the Tic Tac Chick Chat, who would have won this round? Willow. Right. I agree. Rue has made some decisions. Yeah. Lady Camden is deemed the winner of the challenge. She's going to the championship. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy about this. I did not see this happening in this episode. I just I, I didn't see it happening because the edit wasn't giving it to me, but I'm so happy she won. She did great. Me too. Yeah. Bosco and Daya are safe, which means we have two first timers to the bottom. Willow versus Angeria. Do you agree with this bottom two? No. Who would he have swapped? I would have swapped Willow for Bosco. I would do the same thing. But it is time for one of the gay anthems that if you don't know all the words, well, then you are also required to give your gay card back, which you don't currently have. I'll give it back if you know all the words to the song. It's the iconic Lady Gaga Beyonce track, Telephone. Do you know all the words? Yeah, I did the song on Carnival Previne. Great. Uh, You can have your gay card back. Thank you. Uh, Yes. Both of them are playing the air harp to start the song. Brilliant. This was going to be a performance. Now, I am sure you critique this in a way of like, I would do it better. I would do it differently. I've done the song many times. Yeah. True or false? True. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But did you like it? Do you approve of it? You didn't like it. It was fine. All right, all right. Um, I love that they are both doing a high dance track in gowns. Like, damn, that was a serve. Also, that yeah. Um, that was like mean. But I'm 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 glad that they saved this song for this moment because it's it's this is the test. This is the iconic song. Yeah. Uh, Once we got to that Beyonce part, Angie blew up. She was in her prime. She was feeling it. You know she's done that part many, 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 many. She many, had, many. yeah. Um, Willow Pill did that knee slam, and um, 
my dear friend Seraphim, it was totally you. You do that knee slam all the fucking time. Right. Comparisons, uncanny. Uh, they waited for this final spot, and they both did an extraordinary job for wanting the spot. Um, would you have eliminated anyone? Yes. Who? Engineer. Okay. Because of the lip sync or the performance? Both. All right. I'm fine with the double save. I probably would have eliminated Willow, but I know from a producer and story perspective that was that never going to fucking happen. Yeah. That being said, there are many, many iconic fifth placers. You that was um, Bendela Cram, that was Ms. Cracker, that was Katya, uh-huh. that yeah. was Jackie Cox. Fifth place is not a bad place to go out. Not at all. Uh, not so that's fine. But you know what? It is what it is. It's Rue's show. Rue has decided to make it a final five. Um, are we shocked though? No. She's a bit too soft this whole season. It's really annoying. And that's what's what's hard is now that they're on VH1, we know that VH1 loves their long seasons of all their shows. Yeah. And I feel like forcing Drag Race to fit that mold is actually a disservice to the show. It really is. Um, because it also it, it, it doesn't make getting to the final as important when five out of 14 are there. Right. Like when it was a final three, there was something exciting and special about that because you really had yeah. a fight. Not saying that the fight is out of it, but it's just an easier road to get there now. Yeah. Um, did you watch Untucked? I always watch Untucked, yeah. What did you think of this Untucked? We're not going to go through the specifics because overall this brought us literally nothing new. It brought me nothing. It was like a waste of airspace. It really was. And I'm going back to it. I'm going to say it. I know that we've gotten some drama this season that we needed a little extra time. Put it in the fucking show. Put it where it belongs, like the international seasons. Let it flow naturally. I don't yeah. want an untucked on its own anymore. No, same. Um, but yeah, I think this was really interesting because we got to hear um, their feelings. Obviously, they all thought Bosco was going to be in the bottom here, uh, mm-hmm. but that they were wrong. Mm-hmm. Um and obviously, they discussed uh, who they thought was going to be in the final. They all have a lot of admiration for Cornbread. Yeah. Um, were you a Cornbread Cornbread fan? Oh, it's 50-50. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I know. I, I, I would say I was a, probably 60-40 a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I needed more time to warm up to her. Um, yeah. But I, I feel like we are not going to see her on the show because she doesn't want to be on the show. But we will see her on the show again. She will be back. Oh, I just know it. I can feel yeah. it. Um, yeah, it was really interesting. This was just a boring, untucked, and I don't know how we fixed this. Like, really, this was like pulling teeth. It was probably the producers being like, talk about just something. I don't care what you talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I got some burning questions to wrap up this podcast. Are you ready? Yeah. Ask me. What is the season of non-eliminations legacy? What is the what? 
the legacy of the season of non-eliminations. How does that make it feel overall in the pantheon of drag race? How, how are we going to talk about this in the future? Um, I don't, I feel like it's, it's been such a quote unquote boring season that there's not much to really hype up to be talked about, honestly. Yeah, it's just not exciting when there's non-eliminations um, yep. so often because, again, it made the chocolate bar twist uneventful. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I still think it has a lot to do with the episode order from VH1 and Paramount. Um, I hope whoever is story writing for season 15 can figure out a better way to do this. Please. We have a reunion next week. Do you think mm-hmm. there's going to be any drama? Or are they going to be overly nice? I feel like the only drama that could happen would be between Jasmine and Daya, like, you know, because of their past. But other than that, I think they're all going to be (laughs) lovey-dovey. I think this is going to be a boring reunion. Yeah. Because unless something has happened off show, there's nothing negative that really happened besides Daya and and Jasmine. And that I feel like got resolved. Yeah. Um, obviously we're going to hear some amazing stories about, uh, how some of them have, uh, embraced, um, coming out as trans, which is going to be incredible to hear. Um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. We're going to recap it and I'll probably be hate recapping it. So (laughs) next week, um, I ask it every week after 14 episodes, the winner of the season is Lady Camden. All right. So as I said, three, one, 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 no chance diabetes. One, no chance, Bosco. I think it is three people who have a chance. It is uh, it is Lady Camden, Willow Hill, and Angeria. And I would do it in that order. I think Lady Camden is going to win. Yeah. I r- said it from day one. My gut told me that she is a star. Yeah. I've said it. Rue loves British comedy queens. She is campy, yeah. but she is so versatile. I am full in on a lady camden win me too i'm right there that being said willow pill very very possible winning because of story and um she does probably have the fan poll mm-hmm. angeria i i don't know after this episode i don't know if she has it i think I she's know. just yeah. missing that spark. she will be very lovely to watch on an all-star season sure oh we got through it you got through it. Where can, we, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Uh, you can find me both Venmo and Instagram at the Victoria Williams. Um, any projects I am plugging, I have quite a few things coming up. Um, I have a, a fundraiser show at Rock Bar for uh, my running of Newcomer US of A. Um, the Unfriendly Black Hotties is every third Thursday of the month. That's coming up next week. And I have a new show announcement at a bar coming up very soon. So stay tuned. Exciting. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me as always. I loved it. A huge thanks to Victoria for coming on. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaternow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.